0: Suddenly, a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to men on all whom his favour rests. And the second reading comes from Romans 5, verses 1 to 11. Therefore, since we have been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Through him we have also obtained access by faith into this grace in which we stand, and we rejoice in hope of the glory of God. Not only that, but we rejoice in our sufferings, knowing that suffering produces endurance, and endurance produces character, and character produces hope. And hope does not put us to shame, because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. For while we were still weak, at the right time Christ died for the ungodly. For one will scarcely die for a righteous person, More than that, we also rejoice in God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have now received reconciliation. This is the word of the Lord.
1: Well, good evening, everybody. Uh, Great to be with you. It's almost good morning. The clock's about to tick over. So I think the first thing that you see and hear this Christmas will be me. Isn't that great for you? It's gonna be a great day. Well, another year is almost at an end. Uh, another December is almost at an end. And for me, at least, it's been a memorable December. There's been some uh, exciting things happening. And some of you will know that uh, almost literally a year ago, a year and five days ago, we welcomed uh, our latest child into our family, a little girl that we adopted, and she came back and lived to live with us last December. But that, that's not what I've been thinking about particularly. Well, I have, but other things too. Um, Just about 10 days ago, there was a major cultural moment that happened. Does anyone know what I'm thinking of? I know know some of you do. Some of you were there with me to experience this cultural moment. The latest Star Wars movie came out. (laughs) It was it was the last thing that got me out of the house at this time of night to go and see a midnight screening. So it's either church or Star Wars that gets me to go out late at night. Now, it, it was an exciting thing just to have a, a new a new Star Wars movie come out for a fan like me, and it kind of got me thinking back over the year that was, and what were some of the other cultural milestones? What were some of the things that I enjoyed, that, some of the things that I found fun and, and just pleasurable during 2017? What were those little moments that were maybe exciting at the time but which I struggle to remember now? And I wonder what those kind of things might be for you if you were to look back through your calendar in 2017 what would be those those kind of exciting moments that got your attention that gave you that little burst of pleasure as they came across your radar maybe it was a favorite TV show that had a big finale maybe it was a concert or a show that you could go to or a big sporting event that you were excited about maybe it was something a bit more personal just to you maybe you love going skiing and you had a fantastic day skiing somewhere or maybe it's the the weekly routine of going to play golf with a certain group of people or maybe it's the school holidays coming around or maybe it's the end of the school holidays coming around depending on your perspective and sometimes if we're just thinking of those kind of pleasures of life that we look forward to and get us through sometimes it can be even simpler it can be getting to the end of the day, flopping on the couch with some chips and a drink and watching a movie because you've got through the day and you've earned it. Now, there's all kinds of things, isn't there? Uh, little moments that kind of make up the fabric of life, that, that get us through, that give us something to look forward to. And they're, they're good things, they're nice things. But I want to admit something to you tonight. I want to confess that as I look back over my year, and think about how I navigated my way through 2017, I've wondered to myself if those little moments, those little pleasures, day to day, week to week, became too important to me. It's not that I feel guilty for enjoying those things, but I've found myself wondering, were those things too important in getting me from one day to the next, one week to the next, as I think, what can I look forward to today, or next week, or whatever it is? And at the same time, if, if those things were a little too important, maybe that means that the bigger things weren't important enough. And specifically, the biggest thing of all, the joy of living as a Christian, the joy of living as a forgiven, loved, child of God, the joy of knowing God as my father, the joy of knowing knowing Jesus Christ as my Lord and my Saviour and my friend and living for him and experiencing his grace in my life in all kinds of ways, I worry that at times during the year that has just slipped off the radar and become not as important to me as it should have been. I've wondered if the simple pleasures of this world have maybe inoculated me against something deeper against joy. Now, that could be the musings of a tired, middle-aged man who's got four children and lots on his plate, struggling to get through the weeks and the days as they come, but I, I don't think it is just me. Because we live in a world that offers us infinite pleasure. We are surrounded by things that from one moment one day, one week to the next, can distract us or put a smile on our face give us that little burst of yay that's that's something good is coming we have so many things like that around us anything and everything that our heart desires and that's great but if you're anything like me you will know that one of the dangers of that can be it inoculates us against something deeper and more lasting and more profound now that's not an original idea this whole idea C.S. Lewis Uh, a famous Christian author from the middle of the 20th century, wrote about this in his autobiography. He wrote about the idea that human beings exchange pleasure for joy. He said, I sometimes wonder whether all pleasures are not substitutes for joy. And as Christmas comes around, I think for some of us, it can start to feel a bit like just one more of those pleasures, just one more of those nice things. You know, we'll eat some nice food, we'll see the family, we'll have some days off, be some nice weather, and that's Christmas. Open some presents, that's what Christmas becomes. And then what's next? And that's the best case scenario, isn't it? Because often Christmas brings stresses to the surface. It can be a sad or a lonely or a difficult time in all kinds of ways. And so what I want to do just for the next few minutes here Is for us to stop and hit that pause button and forget about the pleasures of life and think about joy because that's what Christmas is about Christmas isn't just to be one more thing in our calendars that kicks us to the end of the year and off we go again Christmas is about something so much deeper and so much more lasting it's what the Bible calls joy and we heard it in that reading Uh, We we saw it in in, in chapter 2 of Luke's Gospel, verse uh, 10, verse 11. Do not be afraid, the angel said, as the the news of Jesus' birth was announced, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. Everyone in the world will try to tell you that their piece of news is the one that's going to bring you real joy. Advertisers are masters of this, whatever they're selling, that's the thing that's going to do it. But it all falls flat, doesn't it? But not this news this news has something to back it up why what is it about this message that makes it genuinely good news of great joy it's in verse 11 of the passage because this is why it is good news of great great joy today in the town of david the angel announced a savior has been born to you he is christ the lord two reasons why christmas is about great joy One, Christmas is about God giving us a saviour, about God keeping a promise that was hundreds of years in the making, that one day a saviour would come, born in in the family line of David, born in the town of David, just as God promised. God provided someone to meet us in our greatest need. Not more doctors to give us better health, not more economists to give us more money in our pockets, not more engineers to give us cleaner water, but a saviour. Someone to rescue us from our sins, someone to forgive us, someone to reconcile us to God. God gives us His own precious Son as our Savior. And second, who is this Savior? He is Christ the Lord. Uh, He is the Christ. He is God's anointed King, God's chosen one, the one that God has put in charge over the entire cosmos. And He is the Lord. That, That means He's God, He's God in the flesh. Become a human being, born in humility, come into our world to show us who God is, and so that God could save us. That's why this is a message of real joy. And that's why we had that second reading as well from Romans chapter 5. Now, that that is a very packed passage full of ideas, too much for late at night, certainly. Uh, But I don't know if you picked up in there the word rejoice. Rejoice a number of times in that passage we heard that we can rejoice we can rejoice in the hope of the glory of God in the coming of his son God's given us real hope hope for this life unending hope for tomorrow and for eternity and we can rejoice even in our sufferings now we're talking about something real aren't we now we're talking about something different something on a completely different plane to the fleeting pleasures of this world that even in the hardest circumstances of life, even when the pain of life kicks in and it's real, Christmas offers us something deeper where we can still rejoice because we know that God is using those things to grow us, to to develop character and perseverance and hope in us. And in verse 11 of that passage, we're told we can rejoice in God, not just in the, the good things that God gives, but in God himself, and that's true because God gave himself to us at Christmas, not just standing in a distance, giving us nice things, but coming among us, giving us himself so that we can know him, be loved by him. That's why the theme that our church, St. Stephen's, chose for Christmas is such a good one, a stable influence. It's such a great theme because Christmas is about something lasting and something solid and something reliable not just one more fleeting pleasure one more distraction in life to keep us going Christmas is about the deeper joy the deepest joy that Jesus gives us a couple of weeks ago I was with uh, some of you here at a funeral Uh, it was the funeral for a man called Dale Oldham for those of you that don't know him Dale uh, used to be the vicar here at St. Stephen's. He was Jay's predecessor, I think, for about 17 years. And it was a sad occasion like all funerals, but it was also a joyful occasion in many ways. And there were many wonderful things said as as Dale's life was remembered. But there was one thing in particular that struck me. Uh, One of Dale's children was speaking about feeling disappointed in seeing his decline in health almost feeling upset with God at seeing Dale's decline in health. But the thing that was shared that really struck me was Dale's response to that. Dale said, don't be angry with God. Don't be upset with God. Why not? Because as Dale said, he's on our side. Those are the words of a dying man who knew the joy of Christmas. Who knew that God's love for us isn't defined by our momentary pleasures or our momentary circumstances but by the deep joy that Christmas gives of knowing that God has provided for us a saviour to save us from our sin who is Christ the Lord. And so my prayer for us this Christmas isn't that we will all go home and say I'm not opening my presents because I don't want those kind of pleasures, I'm not having a nice Christmas lunch." I'm not telling us to renounce those things and I'm not planning to do that. My prayer for us this Christmas is that even with the pleasures that this world offers us, we will be able to step back and know something far better, that we will look somewhere else to sustain us and to give us life and to keep us going from day to day and week to week as 2018 comes with who knows what it's got coming for us, that we will look once again every day to our Saviour and our Lord, who came at Christmas to bring us real joy. Let's pray. Father, we thank you this Christmas for our Saviour, your Son, the Lord Jesus. We thank you that He is your Christ, that He is the Lord, and that He came to save us from our sins. And we ask, Father, that you would help us tomorrow and every day after to know the real joy that he offers us. And we ask it in Jesus' name. Amen.